If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The countdown is on for California's inflation relief checks. The first batch will hit bank accounts on Friday. At least 23 million taxpayers here in the state are expected to get money. The amount depends on income, filing status, household size, you know, things like that. The range starts at $200 and goes up to $1,050. Wow. And the payments are technically tax refunds and meant to help address rising costs. And they'll be issued in waves through October 25th. So this is huge. This is nice. And on the IRS website, I actually checked it out. And you can calculate and estimate how much you'll get. Are you going to share how much you're going to get? $350. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so that's nice. Okay, great. Well, maybe you can use that money to help Floridians because Florida, they're already dealing with an already stressed insurance industry, and they're expected to have at least $50 billion in damages due to Hurricane Ian. Uh, Hurricane Ian has already been called the costliest hurricane since 1992's Andrew. Now, one way to help Floridians and others affected by this hurricane is to donate money to the American Red Cross and Salvation Army. Uh, they have numbers you can call, websites you can go to, but I think the easiest way, and I've already done this, is text the word Red Cross to 90999. Again, that's text Red Cross to 90999. And you can make a $10 donation that way. It just adds it to your phone bill at the end of the month. Uh, also, the Red Cross has an urgent need for blood donations. You can find a blood drive and the Sonoma County area at redcrossblood.org or you can check out vitalent.org as well. I'll have to text that right after we get done off the air here because that's really awesome how easy it is to donate. Yes. Hardy gave fans an update after his tour bus overturned on Interstate 40 West just outside of Nashville early Sunday morning. One beer turns into a lit cigarette burning into a two-beer bus. The crash left him and three of their crew members with significant injuries, but Hardy has yet to share the extent of the injuries he sustained. He did graciously thank his fans uh, for their well wishes and prayers. He released a statement yesterday saying, our tour bus was in an accident on our way home from Bristol, Tennessee. There were just the four of us, including myself on the bus. However, we were all treated for significant injuries. Our friend and bus driver needs your prayers as he is still in the hospital. His family is with him while he's being treated and we're all praying for him. Hardy's doctors have ordered him to stay home and recover for the next few weeks. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. During Monday Night Football with the 49ers and the Rams last night, there was a streaker on the field with a pink smoke <laughs> bomb, and a player from the Rams, Bobby Wagner, tackled him and knocked the daylight out of him. Dan is on the field, so we'll have a bit of a stoppage, and now some of the Rams players get involved. And uh, Bobby Wagner had had enough. He just took the fan down. I just saw somebody running on the field, and he looked like he wasn't supposed to be on the field. So I saw security was having a little problem, so I helped him out. Taking care of business right there. <laughs> I've, I've never personally seen a streaker in real life, but no. I feel like it happens so much on sporting events and on TV, like at the World Cup and, you know, things like that. There is no sport. That has as many streakers as soccer. I <laughs> know, right? <laughs> if you What's just YouTube about? soccer streaker, it happens at least once a week. I've seen other things like 
disrupt games like squirrels and dogs oh, yeah. and other animals, but never a streaker. Well, it's quite a sight to see. And uh, Amber, I hope you get to experience that at least once in your oh, lifetime. Well, thank you. Because it's wild. Uh, when I was playing... <laughs> you I hope I see someone run naked across the field. You want that for me? Well, here's the thing about streakers. They're not always naked anymore. Okay, uh, streakers good. also are just people who run on the field. And this guy at the 49ers and Rams game was wearing uh, a shirt with a website on it. Oh, okay. And that happens all the time. <laughs> and here's another example of someone not in the nude. When I was in high school i played football uh, someone ran onto the field with a full tuxedo during the homecoming game wow and security guards had the hardest hit of the game it was wild to see i'm so sorry you <laughs> I, were in the game i was in the game okay. i was on the field and i thought it was hilarious Oh, gr- it, well that's good it was one of my favorite moments in high school okay <laughs> good for that guy yeah uh got suspended for sure. Of course. Ashley from Windsor, you were telling us off the air that you have a similar story? We had a kid running really, really, really fast across the football field. And of course, you see the resource officer chasing after him. And uh, he painted his with the opposite team's colors and had a big kiss this on his back. (laughs) (laughs) They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. What makes your house feel like a home? So I was at my apartment yesterday, and even though I have dealt with stuff being broken, how tiny it is, and my mean landlord, I had an overwhelming sense of gratitude because my crummy little apartment truly feels like home. And I think a big- That's good. Yeah. And it's honestly the first time in a long time I've had that feeling. And I think a big part of it is having artwork on my walls. And I give all that credit to my girlfriend because when I was living the bachelor lifestyle, all of my pictures on the wall were held up by scotch tape and they were all these like bad dude posters. Bad dude posters. It was like a Star Wars movie poster (laughs) and like just stupid stuff. And uh, I'm just so thankful for my girlfriend because she made our apartment feel like home. Well, that, that's nice. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Cammie. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, I could see like personal things, things that mean something to you can make a house feel like a home. Uh, Amber, what makes a house feel like a home to you? That's such a good question. Um, I would personally say things that bring you comfort. And for me, that is blankets and pillows and things like that. I have so many blankets and my fiance says, why do we have so many blankets? And I say, it's for comfort. (laughs) (laughs) That's really important. I I don't know. That's to me, it's like little things like that. And when guests come over, they're like, ooh, there's a blanket on the back of this couch and they always cover up. Yeah. they, They feel nice and cozy and makes me feel cozy and it feels like a home. I don't know. Yeah. When I've been over to your apartment, I've noticed that I feel really comfortable at your apartment. Oh, okay, great. That's yeah. good. You do a really good job at that. And honestly, probably my inspiration to make my house feel more like <laughs> Yay. a home. According to research, here are the top five things that make your house feel like a home. At number five, a fridge full of food. At number four, the TV being set up. Oh, yep. Gotta have the TV. Number three, family photos. I don't have enough of those. Maybe that's going to be my next move. At number two, feeling safe locally. And number one, sleeping in your own bed. Here we go! It's a brand new day. Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. 
It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Do you ever feel like your boss is watching you through your webcam? Do you move your mouse around to make it look like you're doing work? But you might want to keep it up because workplace surveillance has been on the rise since the pandemic started. I always feel like somebody's watching me. An example is Amazon, Amazon.com Incorporated. Uh, they recently implemented AI cameras in its growing fleet of delivery vehicles, and they required their drivers to actually sign consent forms uh, for, you know, collection and use of their biometric data and stuff like that. Um, so they made them do this in order to keep their jobs. They said, you have to let us basically watch you or you're not going to have a job, which is wild. Um, so the company is demanding this personal data via via minute monitoring and management of workers' everyday actions, despite these delivery workers sometimes not actually being employed by Amazon itself. So I think when the pandemic hit, you know, managers were scrambling to monitor their suddenly remote workers through constant check-ins, making sure you were always on your webcam. And they also had software that tracks keystrokes and mouse movement to make sure you're actually doing your work and not napping or walking your dog or eating lunch and <laughs> watching TV. Um, but I know that workplace surveillance is not new, of course, uh, but there's new technologies that have made it possible for employers to monitor workers both in and out of the workplace. And personally, I think this can harm workers in a myriad of ways. And the biggest reason is it's invasive, an invasion of privacy. It puts so much pressure on employees and leads to constant stress for workers who feel like they can be fired at any time or actually can be fired at any time. And I'm sure there's tons of reasons that companies surveil workers. Uh, but what do you think? Why are work? places watching their workers so much do you think it's going to backfire on companies and employers i mean what do you think this means for the future of work we'd love to hear from you amber and tanner want to know what you think give them a call right now 636-1-HOP 636-1467 nobody has more sonoma county on the radio than froggy 92.9 it's time for another edition of Tanner's Journey to Become a World-Class Chef. It's been a while since we've done this. I haven't been cooking that much in the home. I didn't know how to cook when I moved to Sonoma County. I've made a lot of progress since then. I'm not a five-star chef quite yet, but I think I can manage myself in the kitchen. Sure. Have you ever Practice been- Practice makes perfect. Oh, sorry, Tanner. Oh, it's all good. And you're right. And I haven't been practicing a lot, little rusty, but I got my butt back in the kitchen. Have you ever been forced to substitute one ingredient for another while cooking? If so, what did you substitute? So I made chicken curry last night. It was my first time trying to cook it. Made diced chicken and rice. Seems pretty easy, right, Amber? I th Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've never tried to cook this before. It's delicious, though. The hard part? was the sauce. Yeah. Ooh, I had to go to Safeway, buy all these ingredients, yeah. and the recipe called for heavy milk cream, and I forgot to buy that, or milk, or anything. So what I did was I put pumpkin spice coffee creamer oh. in, and believe it or not, wasn't horrible. <laughs> Sounds so gross. <laughs> I, like, I guess that works. I like to think because it's sweet and in a lot of curries, they're kind of sweet. It ended up working out and ended up being a little bit of a fall treat. 
yeah, there's warm spices in a lot of those dishes. So maybe, you know, whatever was in the pumpkin spice coffee creamer was also a warm <laughs> spice. So I liked it. <laughs> My girlfriend, on the other hand, she went, not your best. <laughs> Why does it taste like pumpkin? <laughs> this is weird. Uh, Amber, have you ever had to do a substitute? When you're cooking? Yeah, so my fiance, uh, we've run into this before, and he actually told me that uh, if, you know, if it's going to be a savory dish and you don't have, like, cream, sour cream, if you don't have butter, if you don't have, you know, any of those things like that, and you have ranch dressing, that you can use ranch dressing. I wish I would have thought of that when I was cooking. I don't know how ranch would have tasted like in curry but yeah. uh you know it just it depends on what you're making yeah so we have used ranch dressing more times than i would like to admit <laughs> in dishes <laughs> i will say probably better than pumpkin spice coffee creamer but hey you live and you learn right yeah we've used like a whole cup of ranch instead of milk once that was funny <laughs> kendall from Erner park what substitute did you use um we were out of eggs so we used yogurt it didn't taste great but we tried it <laughs> Um, it was actually my mom's idea. She okay. said she had seen it online somewhere, and so we tried it, but it didn't work. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Okay, so all the sports talk lately, a lot of you know I've been what we're calling football jail. <laughs> um, it got me thinking about football in high school. You know, it's that time of year. Tanner, you played football, so you're probably feeling like really nostalgic, right? I am, especially how foggy it is outside. Oh, yeah. I'm missing that time when I was a boy in fall. A, a boy in fall. <laughs> uh, so some of my friends and classmates wanted me to join the cheer team so I could cheer with them at football games and stuff like that. Was not interested. What I was interested in was being the mascot. Yeah. I was so weird. I'm still weird. But I thought it would be so much fun. It would be cooler. No one would know who I was. And there was no there was no pressure, but I could still be there with my friends and, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, so, but before I could inquire about being the mascot, someone took over and it was upsetting because they were like the most boring mascot I've ever seen. I was like, what the heck? I can do better than I that. I could have been out there in that Trojan costume doing cartwheels and all these kind of cool things, dances, the soldier boy or whatever was popular when I was oh, in high yeah. school. Soldier boy up in right. this. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm showing my age at this point. But, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm upset that I never got to be the school mascot. Tanner, I know that you got an opportunity to be the mascot. Is that right? Yeah. For one pep rally, my freshman year, I was able to dress in a Falcon mascot costume. Wow. And it was one of those really big elaborate ones that had a fan in it so you could stay cool. That's However, awesome. that fan broke and I've never sweat so much in my entire life. It was hotter <laughs> than a sauna in there. I, I heard that they're tough to wear. Especially for a whole game or a whole pep rally or something like that. It's basically like taking a shower. And Amber, <laughs> I know we have a Froggy 92.9 mascot costume. Would you be willing to put that on around the office just so uh, you can fill that need in your life? I think I'm good. I think 31-year-old <laughs> Amber is not as interested as a 16-year-old Amber. Well, that's disappointing. As being, being in a mascot <laughs> costume. Well, we got Claire from Petaloon on the phone. Claire, you said you got to be the mascot once. Tell us a story. I was a cheerleader. And we would always come to the games extremely early. And so since I was there and they had nobody else to wear the costume, it's 110 degrees and I'm up here dressed like a wolf oh, no. in all purple and black. And oh, it was terrible. 
You're supposed to be able to see what's going on, but you really can't. It's not as right. easy as everybody says it is. No. I said, okay, I'll put on this mask. I'll put on this uh, little fursuit thing. No, it was horrible. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Olivia. Olivia loves one of her neighbor's dogs, and Barry Martindale is going to say that she's gone too far. Hello. Hi, is this Olivia? Speaking. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of your neighbor. Oh, I'm not interested. Thank you. Can you please take my number off your list? Oh, this isn't a list at all. This is a situation regarding your home address at five. Yes. Your neighbor has complained that you always say hello to their dog. Are you familiar with Max? Yes. Here's the problem. They feel a little offended because you don't really talk to them, you only care about their dog. You've given gifts like toys and dog treats, and the dog treats actually made the dog quite ill. Is this a joke? And we're going to have to uh, put a restraining order on you, and you cannot be within 20 feet of the dog, the owners, or their home. Carol and Ike, call. you're their lawyer. Correct. And they told you to call me about their dog? That's correct. Do you have a problem with it? Yes. I have a problem with it. What is the problem that they are saying? You are too much around their dog, and it doesn't really benefit them in any way, so you're going to have to stay away for at least 20 feet. This is so ridiculous. Well, you know what's ridiculous? You've been Martindale. Is that this is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. This is a prank phone call. You are <laughs> not getting sued, no restraining <laughs> order, nothing. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Have you ever been on a cruise? My uh, fiancé and I are thinking about going on a cruise for our next vacation. Nice. I've been talking to you about this, Tanner. Gonna take a vacation at some point, like a real one. (laughs) Not like a... Going back to Georgia to take care of people. Right. And uh, you deserve that. Oh, thanks. I think we both deserve some vacation. <laughs> we found out yesterday that Tanner, like, didn't take any vacation last year and it rolled over. So you have, like, an immense amount of vacation days for I have this 12 year. days. <laughs> I was so shocked. But, uh, yeah, so we both have a lot of vacation days we need to use. And I, I've been on a cruise before, but never with my fiance. This was like back in high school. I got to go with a friend. So I don't really know the in and outs of it. Have you ever been on a cruise, Tanner? Or do you have any recommendations? I have never been on a cruise. Okay. I do at some point in my life. But I do know a lot of people go to Alaska. Mm. There are some amazing sights to see. And it's a kind of a quick and easy trip when you're on the West Coast. Okay. So uh, from Washington State, where you're from, yep. people did that a lot. Yeah, and honestly, I've heard great things about it, and a lot of people have enjoyed it. I know about zero about Alaska. I have a hoodie that says Alaska on it, and every time I wear it, people are like, oh, you've been to Alaska? I'm like, nope, just like the way that it looks. Yes, I'm a poser. So maybe I'll I'll go to Alaska just so when I wear that hoodie, I could be like, I saw this, and I saw this. Yeah, you actually have credit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We did ask about it on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. You know, I was asking, we've been on a cruise. Would you recommend it? 
Where have you been? And we got some great answers. Like Helen from Petaluma, she said Disney Cruise, hands down the best with or without children. <laughs> All destinations, but my faves are Panama Canal and Alaska. Okay. A lot of people are saying Alaska, it seems. Alaska. Uh, Andrea from Sonoma says, went to Mexico, but I kind of felt like it would have been better to stay in one spot, like a resort in Mexico. But I also really enjoyed the boat in that experience. Abel from Santa Rosa said, many times, and yes, been to Mexico and Alaska, took princess cruises directly from San Francisco. Ooh, does that mean I get to be a princess on a boat? I think so. Uh, okay, you, great. Are you going to wear a little tiara? Why not? <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. I'm so tired. I haven't slept away. Does your partner keep you up at night? What do they do? So I have actually been sleeping on my air mattress in the living room. And no, because I'm not in the doghouse. It's sure. because <laughs> my girlfriend's snoring is out of control. I mean, I have tried to put noise-canceling headphones on, doesn't work, so I've opted to just sleep on an air mattress because my girlfriend's snoring sounds like <laughs> a Mack truck. The walls vibrate when she snores. It is that loud. No, you're over-exaggerating. I, I promise I'm not. You're so mean. <laughs> There's Poor no, Cammy. I'm shocked there hasn't been a noise complaint yet. No. Because no, no, it's I'm, not that bad. I mean, if you <laughs> ran her like a battery, she would light up all of Santa Rosa. Right. <laughs> and I love her to death, but I've opted to go sleep in the living room because it's just a little too much. I am also a snorer, according to Cole. So I feel for a cami right now, and I've done everything I possibly can to try to prevent myself from snoring and nothing seems to work yeah uh i've done a sleep study i do a nasal rinse i wear those nose strips i've tried everything yeah so i i understand how this relationship dynamic is coming off as because my fiance and i go through it as well i'm gonna have to ask her to put on nose strips a cpap <laughs> or something because i'm not sleeping she's got to try to do something if you're suffering yeah. but my fiance got one of these um like air purifier machines and sits it right next to him so it like kind of cancels out the noise of my snoring that's a great idea and one i'm definitely gonna have to give a shot because i'm not sleeping and by the way before <laughs> You listening in the car on the app think I'm a jerk for talking about this. I did get permission to talk about this <laughs> last night. Just to clarify. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify before someone thinks, Tanner, you're being a big jerk to your girlfriend. No, she gave me the okay. I think what happened is you asked her in her sleep while she was snoring. Hey, can I talk about this tomorrow? And she's like, huh? What? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she's what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's permission for me. Uh, I heard so, a yes. <laughs> so Amber, does Cole have any strange sleeping habits? No, like I said, I'm the one that has yeah. the strange sleeping habits. I've heard him talk in his sleep, but I, I think it's not as, I don't think it's as bad as snoring. Yeah. Uh, asked you on our Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page about your partner's strange sleeping habits, and here's what you said. Angela from Runner Park says, my partner sleep eats. That's so strange. I've never heard this. He will wake up and walk to the kitchen, grab a snack, come back to bed. He proceeds to munch loudly and then goes right back to snoring. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Rhonda from Sebastopol said, I like to watch TV in bed. My husband, on the other hand, does not. Uh-oh. That's trouble in paradise right there. Stephanie from Santa Rosa says, snore, toss, and turn like he is fighting off wolves. That's specific. He puts off heat like he's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> wake up in the morning. 
Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Lindsay from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. This is how it works, Lindsay. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Lindsay from Santa Rosa, you want to talk some smack for a half a point bonus? You're going down, Amber. Ooh. I wasn't ready for that one. Woo! <laughs> Amber's out of the studio. Her record is 533 wins and 46 losses. Lindsay from Santa Rosa, are you ready? I'm ready. Question one. Pet Psychics told Paris Hilton her missing dog is still alive. Paris Hilton starred in the reality TV show The Simple Life from 2003 to 2007. Who is Paris Hilton's co-star? Uh, I have no idea. That's okay. <laughs> Question two. Reba McIntyre has added spring dates to her tour. True or false, Reba is married. Uh... True. Incorrect. Mm. Question three. Kim Kardashian's son flipped off fans. Who is the father of this child? Uh, I don't know that one either. <laughs> Question four. Gabby Barrett says that her dream is to one day sell out MSG in New York City. MSG is an acronym for what venue? I don't know. <laughs> question I'm just not doing good today. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Here's question mm. five. A new trailer for the Blues Clues movie was released yesterday. Who is the first host of Blues Clues? I can't remember his name. Mm. Sorry. That's okay. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, these must have been tough, tough questions today. Ow. You okay? I, I hit my knee. <laughs> Lindsay from Santa Rosa got zero out of five today. Well, I just did some bodily harm to myself, so maybe I won't do as well either. <laughs> Here's question one. Pet Psychics told Paris Hilton her missing dog is still alive. Paris Hilton starred in the reality TV show The Simple Life from 2003 to 2007. Who was her co-star? Nicole Richie. That is correct. Lindsay got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zip. Question two. Reba McIntyre has added spring dates to her tour. True or false, Reba is married. I know she's got, she's with a guy. She's had a partner. I'm going to say, I'm so nervous. I'm going to say false. That is correct. Reba is not married. She has a boyfriend named Rex. Amber, you're up two to zero with Lindsay from Santa Rosa. Question three, Kim Kardashian's son flipped off fans. Who is the father of this child? Kanye West. Kanye West is correct. Lindsay from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to zero. Question four, Gabby Barrett says that her dream is to one day sell out MSG in New York City. MSG is an acronym for what venue? Madison Square Garden. That is correct. Lindsay from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to zero. Question five. A new trailer for the Blue's Clues movie was released yesterday. Who is the first host of Blue's Clues? Steve. That is correct, Amber. You got a perfect sweep. You got five out of five. Lindsay from Santa Rosa got zero out of five. Lindsay, so sorry. You are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. But just for playing, we're going to give you that admission for four to the Santa Rosa Pumpkin Patch. The kids are going to be so happy to go. You get free entry to the corn maze, the petting zoo, pumpkin blasters, and more. And Lindsay from Santa Rosa, you're going to the patch thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Foggy 92.9. Country music lost one of its pioneers today. Loretta Lynn, the Kentucky coal miner's daughter, has passed away. She was 90 years old. Well, I was born to coal. 
daughter. She died today at her home in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. According to a statement from her family, it's been said that Loretta died from natural causes. Loretta Lynn already had four children before launching her career in the early 1960s, and her songs reflected her pride in her rural Kentucky background. So if you don't know much about Loretta, she's known for her honesty, and she had a unique place in country music. All of that was rewarded. She was the first woman ever named Entertainer of the Year at the genre's two major award shows, first by the Country Music Association in 72, and then by the Academy of Country Music three years later. Now, the list of awards and recognitions continued throughout her career, and she was absolutely deserving of them all. Loretta was an icon. I mean, country music would not be the same without her, and Loretta's massively influential career broke down so many barriers for women in country music and continues to influence the next generation. For example, Kentucky native Carly Pierce wrote an entire song for her, 29, written uh, in Stone album called Dear Miss Loretta. And it's just such a sad, sad day for country music. Yeah, this was really shocking to get. This was really shocking news to get this morning. I mean, Loretta uh, has still been making music. She just recently, you know, made an album. Uh, it was critically acclaimed, and I kind of thought she was going to do a little more, but you know, it's just it's really sad to hear. Uh, if you want more information about Loretta, you can head to our Facebook page and where else, Tanner? Our website, of course, froggy929.com. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country.